You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenedchurch.com. So there's so many stories in the New Testament about the Holy Spirit, where the Holy Spirit said, do this to the, to the disciples, to the apostles, where the Holy Spirit warned them of things. There's a, there's a story in the 10th chapter of Acts where the Holy Spirit um, does something really amazing. So there's this man, and his name is Cornelius. And the Bible says that Cornelius, he was a Roman soldier, and he was a God-fearing man. He was devout. He would pray every day, give to the poor. He was just like a, a really good man, but he didn't know Jesus. And, um, and it says that he prayed every day and that those prayers came before the Lord, like the Lord took notice of him. So one day... Cornelius has this vision and an angel, um, he has a vision of an angel who tells him, Cornelius, um, there's a man named Peter and he even tells him where he's at. He says he's in Joppa at the house of Simon the Tanner. Like, isn't that incredible, you know? And so he says, send for him because he's going to tell you about God. And, and so Cornelius um, gets some of his men and says, hey, go, go find this Peter guy. And the very next day, Peter, the apostle, he's, uh, the Bible says he's on the rooftop of his house, of, of, Simon, um, of Simon's house. He's getting ready to eat lunch. And all of a sudden, um, he has a vision, and, and, and it's this sheet being let down. And, and there's all these animals. And if you know about the Jewish religion, some, of, some animals are forbidden for them to eat. They're unclean. And, and when the sheet is let down, there's these animals that, he's, that Jewish people aren't supposed to eat. And he hears a voice and it says, Peter, kill and eat. And Peter says, no, Lord, I've never eaten anything unclean. And three times he hears the voice, three times he answers. And then the voice tells him, Peter, don't call anything unclean that I call clean. And, and then... And then the Holy Spirit tells him, Peter, there's going to be these guys that are coming. They're, they're, Cornelius has sent them. Go with them. You're going to go to Cornelius and you're going to preach the gospel. And in that moment, there's a knock on the door and it's these guys and they're looking for Peter and he says, I'm Peter. And he goes with them. And the Bible says that he preached to Cornelius and all his household, and they all got saved, and they all got filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and they were the first Gentile converts, so that is really amazing. And then there's another story um, in the 20th chapter of Acts, and it's about, about Paul. And in that, in that story, the Holy Spirit warns Paul that he's going to suffer jail time, that he's going to go through some suffering. But the, the Lord was preparing him for that. And so the title of my message tonight is The Holy Spirit Speaks. And, and it's so cool, like we, we read these stories in the New Testament and we see how, like that, Peter got very clear instructions. And Paul, oh my gosh, Paul was warned and, and God showed up in just miraculous ways. But I want you to know that that same Holy Spirit 
is active today in our world. That's the same Holy Spirit that speaks to you and that speaks to me, that wants, that wants to be so present in our lives. A few, a few years ago, our daughter Gladys, and just a side note, guys, okay? Don't name your kids after you, okay? Especially if you, if, the, if you don't have a cool name. Don't do it. Don't do it. You know, and it's, it's, it's as if it's not bad enough that she's named Gladys. Whenever we're together, I'm Gladys. She's little Gladys. <laughs> and, you know, so anyway, back to the story of little Gladys. Um, so years ago, Gladys, she had um, an opportunity to do an internship in Cabo. And we took her and we set her up in a really cute apartment. She was going to be there um, for several months with this wedding planner because she had studied um, event planning. So a few weeks into it, um, one day I'm at home. My housekeeper, her name is Brisa, and I love her. She's a beautiful Christian lady, a believer. She came to the house and she said, um, I have a message for you. She said, um, everything God told me to tell you, I had a vision. She said, I had a, I had a vision and God told me to tell you. She said that um, your daughter Gladys is going to be in danger. She said, um, she said, but don't worry. She said, the Holy Spirit has shown me that everything is going to be okay. Your daughter is going to be protected. Pray Psalm 91 over her. And, and I should have been like really alarmed. Oh my gosh, my daughter's going to be in danger. What's going to happen? But there was just such a peace about it. And the Lord was telling me that she's going to be fine. She's going to be protected. So um, I called my daughter and, and very carefully <laughs> told her, you know what? I said, Brisa came and and she had a vision, and this is what God said. And I told her, pray Psalm 91. And she said, Mom, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to read it. I'm going to pray it. The very next day, I'm at a baby shower, and the phone rings, and it's her. And she says, Mom, I'm in the middle of a shootout between the, the cartels and the Mexican military. Um, and so right before her, this shootout, um, was happening, machine guns, an army tank. It was just like, it was a horrible experience for her. Um, but, and I reminded her, I said, remember, I said, and she said, mom, I know I'm praying Psalm 91. And I was praying and it was quite a bit of an ordeal, but nothing happened to her. She was protected just like God said. And, and it was so incredible to me that, that the Holy Spirit wanted to warn us. And he gave us those very clear instructions, pray Psalm 91. And, and so we cannot, we cannot ever think that the Holy Spirit doesn't speak. He speaks just like he did um, years ago. And actually, you know, we read the book of Acts and we think that that was like back then, but we're living the book of Acts. We are the people that are still writing out the book of Acts. And when I was preparing this message, I, I was praying and I was asking the Holy Spirit, what do you want me, what do you most want to tell your, you know, the people of God? And I felt the Holy Spirit say that he wants to make himself known to you. He wants you to, to develop a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. He wants you to know him. He wants you to hear from him. And, and he wants to be present every day in our lives. 
And, and when someone is present in our lives, we're aware of them. We know that they're there. We, we're consciously aware that they're, they're there. We're mindful of them. And that's what the Holy Spirit wants. I have two points for you guys. Um, point number one is who is the Holy Spirit and why we need him. And, and then point number two is how we should respond to the Holy Spirit. So point number one, who is the Holy Spirit? I thought Pastor Mike was going to steal my message, guys. I thought, okay, what am I going to say now? But no, he said it so beautifully. The Holy Spirit is a person. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. Just like Pastor Mike said, there's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And he has a person, he has a mind, he has feelings. We, we need to get to know the Holy Spirit because sometimes um, in churches, people believe in God and in Jesus, but they shy away from the Holy Spirit. They're like, you know, this, I don't understand, or this is weird, or, or they think that the Holy Spirit is a force, or an energy out there, or a feeling that just gives you goosebumps, you know, but that's not what the Holy Spirit is. The Holy Spirit is a person, and we can know him, and um, John 14, 16 through 18 says, so in, in this scripture, Jesus was about to be taken back up to heaven, okay? And he's speaking to the disciples and he tells them this, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the spirit of truth. So there's so much in that, in that scripture. He, he calls the Holy Spirit an advocate. And an advocate is somebody who pleads your case for you. An advocate is somebody who has your best interest at heart. They're looking out for you. That's what the Holy Spirit is. The Holy Spirit is looking out for us. He has our best interest. And then it says that he's going to help us. So he's a helper. Pastor Mike said that too. He's a helper. And then he's going to be with us forever. So the Holy Spirit is in us. If you have received Jesus, you have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. And maybe you haven't developed this awareness of him. Maybe you haven't developed that connection with the Holy Spirit, but that's going to change tonight. Yeah, that's going to change tonight. And then later on in that chapter of Acts, I mean in John 14, in the 26th verse, he says, but the advocate, he calls him an advocate again, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name will teach you all things and will remind you of everything that I have said to you. So here we see that the Holy Spirit is a teacher. The Holy Spirit is our teacher our teacher. He teaches us. When we read the word of God, he teaches us the truths about God. And, and I love that, that in that other scripture, he, um, the Lord calls him the spirit of truth. And don't we need truth right now? 
Oh my gosh, there's so much confusion. There's so many crazy ideas and ideologies right now, but the Holy Spirit grounds us. The Holy Spirit reveals what is truth. We don't have to live in confusion. We don't have to live in doubt because we have the Holy Spirit. And like I said before, when we read the Word of God, the Holy Spirit speaks to us. He makes the Word of God come alive. That is the beautiful Holy Spirit. And then He reminds us of what Jesus taught us. And that's so cool because sometimes when we're facing some difficulty or we have to make a decision, we need the, the voice of the Holy Spirit bringing back the word of God to us, that word of truth. And then Romans 8, 26. This is one of my favorite scriptures on the Holy Spirit. It says, in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. I know that you and I don't have any weaknesses, but, you know, but there's people that have issues and stuff. <laughs> you know, we all have issues. We all have weaknesses, right? And, and the Bible says that the Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. So if we're ever facing a temptation, the Holy Spirit is there for us. And then it goes on to say, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. The Holy Spirit prays for us, guys. That is so beautiful. So last year, my mom was going through a very, very difficult time. My dad passed away, and she was facing so many health issues. And I was praying and praying for her. And, and it just one thing after another was going on, and, and I was just kind of desperate and frustrated. And one day, I was like, God, I, I don't even know how to pray anymore. I, I don't know what to pray anymore. And in that moment, the Holy Spirit said, pray in the Spirit. And I remembered, oh my gosh, yes, I can pray in the Spirit. And He prays perfect prayers for me. Prayers that are in line with God's perfect will. That's, that's the Holy Spirit. That's, and, and it's speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit has many gifts for us. And we don't have to be anyone really special. We just have to be hungry for Him. We just have to be open to him. He wants to give us these gifts. So the Holy Spirit prays, prays for us. And I remember just praying for my mom in the spirit and then just a peace coming over me and just me releasing that. You know, it's, it's so beautiful. So that's who the Holy Spirit is. That, that was point number one. I forgot to tell you, but that was point number one. That's who the Holy Spirit is. He's a comforter. The Bible calls him a comforter. He calls him a counselor. He counsels us. He gives us wisdom. The Bible calls him, in some translations, it says that he's our standby. He's standing by just ready to help us when we need it. So point number two is how should we respond to the Holy Spirit? And I want you to know that each of us will respond at some point to the Holy Spirit. Like we will understand that the Holy Spirit is a real person and we'll have to make a decision if we're gonna be open, if we're gonna invite him in, if we're gonna let him move in our life. So Hebrews 3, seven through eight says, that is why the Holy Spirit says, today, when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts as Israel did when they rebelled, when they tested me in the wilderness. Um, 
we can harden our hearts to the Holy Spirit. We can resist him. The Bible talks about resisting the Holy Spirit. And when I think about someone resisting, I feel like somebody just keeping, you know, keeping somebody away, pushing back. We don't want to do that. We don't want to do that because the Holy Spirit loves us and, and, and the Holy Spirit wants the best for us. And if we'll just open up to him, he will just do so many great things in our lives. Um, so... Be open to him. Let him speak to you and yield, yield to the Holy Spirit. Galatians 5, 16 says, So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. Let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. So we've been born again. We've received Jesus as our Lord and, our, and as our Savior. So we have a new nature but that pesky little old nature sometimes wants to creep up. But you know what? When we lean into the Holy Spirit, when we let him guide us, we can, we can, we can just shut off that old sinful nature, those habits that we used to have, those things that, that before used to keep us in bondage. We don't have to be in bondage to those things anymore because the Holy Spirit brings us freedom. And in another translation, that same scripture talks about walking in the Spirit. Walk in the Spirit. And to walk in the Spirit simply means that every day you're just looking for His presence. And you're, and you're just consciously inviting Him in to, to, to guide you and to be with you. That's all it means to walk in the Spirit, to let Him guide you. And then... Um, Galatians 5.22 says, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Okay, this is what we can expect when we lean into the Holy Spirit. When we let him move in our lives, this is the kind of fruit that we can expect. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Who doesn't need that? Who doesn't need that? Who doesn't need more joy? We all need more joy. Who doesn't need more patience? If you're a mom of young kids, you need patience. We all need the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And, and you know, sometimes we're praying and we just, we want transformation in our lives. We want to be better people. We want to love more. We, we want these things, but we think if we just try hard enough, and I'm telling you, that doesn't work. What works is, is, is spending time in God's presence and praying and saying, God, transform my life. I need your help. What works is getting into the Word of God and letting the Holy Spirit speaks to you. You know, when, when we read the Word of God, sometimes the Holy Spirit, He kind of like puts a mirror in front of our face and says, this is, this is you. When we read the Word of God, because the Word of God is alive and active, and, and when it says, when the Word of God says, be tenderhearted, forgiving one another, then it checks us like, oh my gosh, Lord, I, I may be holding something against somebody. And it, and it convicts us to, to forgive, to release stuff. The Word of God serves as a mirror, and the Holy Spirit is the one that tells you, this is what you need. This is what I want to do in your life. So... 
Yeah, it's so beautiful, the Holy Spirit. And when we let, when we let the, the Holy Spirit bring this fruit, produce this fruit in us, it's gonna change everything in our lives. Our relationships are gonna be different. They're gonna be better. We're gonna be people that, that, that live with wisdom. We're, gonna, we're just gonna be blessed. We're gonna have so much more peace in our lives. That's what we want. That's what the Holy Spirit wants to do. And um, so a while ago um, at a Cherish night, Cherish is the women's ministry of Awaken Church. At a Cherish night, um, one time I had the opportunity to pray for a lady. She came up to the altar and she asked for prayer. All she said was, I want to pray for my marriage. And I had never met her before, didn't know anything about her. And when I was about to pray for her, I felt the Holy Spirit say, she's about to have an affair. And, and, um, and I was like, wow. So, um, so I told her, I told her, you know what? I told her, I feel like the Lord is telling me that you're about to have an affair. And in that moment, she just broke down. And she told me, I've been having an emotional affair with somebody, but I'm about, we were about to take it to the next level. She said, we had plans. And, and, um, and so uh, I started praying for her. And I led her to repent, to ask God for forgiveness. And then I led her to renounce that relationship. And, and I led her to, to, to break off that soul tie, that, that ungodly connection that she had with this other man. We broke it by the power of the Holy Spirit and by the power of Jesus' name. And just um, a couple of, like a few months later, I went back to that campus and she ran up to me when she saw me and she gave me the biggest hug. And she said, God saved my life. She said, I was about to destroy everything that, that I had in my life. She said, it would have changed my, my, my kids' lives forever. She said, I know that my life was, my, the, the life that my husband and I have built, it was spared because of that word from the Lord. That's the Holy Spirit, you guys. That's the Holy Spirit. And, and I've seen her from time to time, and she always runs up to me the same way, gives me the biggest hug. And, and she, her and her husband, they have an incredible marriage. They're thriving. They're both serving in church. They're planted. Their life is amazing. And I want you to know that just the way that the Holy Spirit spoke to me and I was able to, to hear, you can hear from the Holy Spirit like that. Every time that we hear from the Holy Spirit, we have to be responsive to Him. And we should obey because the more we hear and the more we're obedient, the more He'll speak to us. So tonight, um, I, I just want to pray for us. I'm going to pray, like I said at the beginning, for a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is here for you. The Holy Spirit wants to fill you again. And then I'm gonna pray also for people that wanna be baptized in the Holy Spirit, that wanna have that prayer language where only you and God, where, it's, where you're communing with God in a special way. But first, I'm gonna give an invitation to anybody. Let's, let's take a stand. 
Let's, yeah. First, I want to give an invitation to anybody that's here tonight and that is saying, you know what? Um, I feel like I need God. I'm away from God. Maybe you're here, you were invited tonight, and maybe you, you have walked with God at one time, or maybe you've known about God, but you don't really know Him. Or maybe tonight um, there's somebody here that has never, has just never given their life to Christ. I, wanna, I want us to, to give the invitation so that you could come, so that you could receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, because that's the first step. Then you can have all the fullness of the Holy Spirit. But let's, let's close our eyes and bow our heads. And I'm gonna just ask, I'm gonna ask you to be bold. I'm gonna ask you, if, if you're here and you feel like you're away from God, I'm gonna ask you, raise your hand. Raise your hand. Just don't, don't let anything keep you from God tonight. If you're here and you're feeling like, like you're, you're far away from God, but you know that you need Him, I'm gonna ask you to be brave and just raise your hand. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Church, I'm going to ask you that we all pray this prayer together, and especially those of you who've raised your hand, let's pray this prayer together, okay? Father, I thank you that you loved me so much that you sent Jesus to take on my sins. Thank you that he paid for them at the cross so that I could be forgiven and so that I could have new life. I surrender my life to you, Jesus. Thank you, in Jesus' name. Yeah. Yay! Yay! That's beautiful, that's powerful. And now, just where you are in your seats, because the Holy Spirit, He, he can move anywhere, okay? You don't need to come up to the altar where, where you are. If you want a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit, if you want to be filled more with the Holy Spirit, raise your hands to heaven. Raise your hands to heaven. We're going to pray, okay? And the Holy Spirit is going to give us a fresh infilling. Father, I just thank you for the beautiful Holy Spirit, Lord God. Father, I thank you for the ministry of the Holy Spirit, God. And Father, we're here, we're hungry tonight, Lord God. We're asking you, Father, to fill us again, Father. Fill us with the Holy Spirit and with the power of God. Holy Spirit, we want to hear from you. Make yourself known to us. Reveal yourself to us, Holy Spirit. We love you. In Jesus' name. to receive their special prayer language if you haven't been baptized in the Holy Spirit raise your hands tonight you're gonna get that baptism in the Holy Spirit that's beautiful people have been have, have raised their hands and and if you're around somebody that has their hand raised could you just put your hand on their shoulder we're gonna believe tonight we're gonna believe that people are gonna have the baptism in the Holy Spirit Father, 
We thank you, Lord God, that the Holy Spirit has gifts for us. And we don't have to be anything special. We don't have to do anything. We just receive. That's all. We just ask and then we receive. Father, I release the power of the Holy Spirit right now in this place in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that people will be baptized with the power of the Holy Spirit, that they will speak with new tongues, Lord God. I pray that the Holy Spirit will fall on them in a powerful way, Lord God. Thank you, Father in heaven. Thank you, Father, that you showed me, Lord, that tonight, Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.